just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. G'day and welcome to the proper true yarn podcast. My name is Knuckles. This is the show in which we extract the wildest and loosest yarns and stories from a few mad critters around the planet. The OG proper true yarn man himself, me old boy uh, TJ Hanley. Here he is. We got him in the studio. Talking about buddy coppers, this buddy bloke speeding down the road, you know, and he he's funny. This buddy traffic copper on his motorbike, traffic nasty pulls him up, and he said, "Sir," he said, "If you got any excuse for speeding," he said, "Mate, I'm busting for a piss." He said, I'm looking for a shit house. He said, you've just found one. He said, the name's Sergeant Jones. Right, <laughs> 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 okay. Righto, just another quick Mount Isa story. There's a bloody Mount Isa radio time on and there's a bloody party going under this bloody house and catches fire, see. And this lady, young lady, I say, quick, go and get the fire brigade and she... Away she goes, see. She's running, run, 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 run. And she's out in the front of the fire station with the with our fire chief used to live upstairs. She's gone, fire, 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 fire. No fire chief looks out in the vanda. He said, she's out, fire. He said, how do we get there? She said, haven't you still got that big red truck? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, just we'll go on to another well, different subject. Was it a? I think give us a proper true yarn. Was there like a circus escape in Charleville one time? TJ, and then the circus roll over, Moscow Circus or something roll over. Oh, the um, that when those bloody those animals got away. Yeah. Oh yeah, this this is this is a proper true yarn. The poor fellow. Yeah. Oh, yes, that copper. I won't mention his name, but he's a good fellow. He's not with us anymore. He died young, poor bugger. And he was into disaster management. Disaster management, see? And any major accident, traffic accident, whatever happened. And uh, he'd, he'd be on the ball, you know, he'd be, want to help and want to do the best thing he could, see? So a mate of mine is a real good fella. And uh, I'll give you his initials of WH, and if he ever hears this, he'll know. So he rings, rings us up, see, rings the child of police. We, we know we've got to say, this fellow is in the radio room. He's going to answer the call. He said, 
<laughs> he said, just had a major rollover. I've tipped my truck over. I said, oh, yeah. He said, what was in your truck? He said, cats. He said, what cats? <laughs> he said, yeah, fucking big ones. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> lions and tigers and panthers. And he said, what? Fucking big cats. He said, what happened to them? He said, they fucking took off. I said, Jesus Christ, he said. He said, where are they going? He said, what, he said, what do you call those big black ones? Oh, 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 he said, panthers. He said, there's a mob heading for some tourists beside the road. He said, what's that big furry face, fellas? He said, fur, fucking lions. He said, some lions attacking some horses in a paddock over on the left. Holy shit, he said. He said, what do you call them <laughs> spotty, spotty fellas? He said, leopards. He said, the leopards are gone. They're chasing sheep on the other side of the road, he said. He said, holy shit, we got fucking leopards and lions and panthers. Holy Christ, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And he's getting really excited. He said, oh, I'll have to get... Oh, I don't know, I'll have to get the helicopter, I'll have to get onto Brisbane and he's, he's, he's just going berserk This because we could hear his conversation from my <laughs> office where it was, you know. <laughs> Holy Godfather. Well, Moscow Circus, she's <laughs> rolled over <laughs> and so, they're just fucked so, off. <laughs> so we, we're letting him go for about five minutes. He's running here running. <laughs> we race out and we tell him it's all bullshit. It's all a set-up, buddy, fuck. He's going to kill the pair of us. What did I tell you about that one? This is a buddy. There's a fella there. I won't mention any names, but he said he couldn't say, he couldn't say his ass. So we set up this situation where he's in the radio room and we got he's do a registered note, a registered check on a registered vehicle number for us. So we give you this number, one two five PQR. Can tell us the registered owner. He said it's a nineteen seventy four Wed Wange Waver. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Because we've done our homework. <laughs> He said, could you repeat that, please? He said, a 1974 Wed Wange Waver. <laughs> then he realised we're having a go at him, see. And unfortunately, at the time, the radio went from Charleville to Toowoomba. It's been broadcast to Toowoomba, but before that, just about then, the Toowoomba communications room... <laughs> Was recording everything that was said at Charles. <laughs> and he said, You're a bunch of cunts. <laughs> I usually say cheesecake. <laughs> next thing was the inspector of police and trauma said, Would that officer announce his, his full name and registered number, please? <laughs> Poor bastard. He got into trouble. He was going to kill us too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper true yarn. <laughs> this is a buddy, yarn, Charleville yarn, about a ringer from the Birdsville country. <clears throat> He's chasing buddy bulls on a 
motorbike. He had a major crash, broke two arms, he broke two legs. He's 19 years of age, big, strong young fella. He's in the Charleville Hospital. He's laying back there, couldn't get out of bed. And every morning the nurse used to, this good-looking young nurse used to give him a sponge bath, sponge him around because he couldn't get in the shower or bathtub. And uh, this poor bugger, he was as horny as a buck rat. And uh, when she sponged him, the old bloody Warrandonger would stand straight up, see? So I stand, <laughs> she's rubbing him around. Anyway, this particular day, a fly landed on the end of his old fella <laughs> and he's walking around the end of his old fella. This bloody fly. And she said, would you like me to brace that fly off? He said, no, darling. He said, you kiss me and I'll glue the bastard to the ceiling. Proper tree. Proper tree. Oh, no. We might <coughs> we'll get to a buddy. This what is about, not, not. What about Reedy, buddy? Um, that when he when he went to the Brisbane airport. Oh yeah, <clears throat> oh Reedy, he he'd been to uh, Norfolk Island, and he come back from Norfolk Island. He was he was older then too. Yeah, oh, he'd be 70, 70 yeah. plus, and done much, done a lot of western traveling, but no, yeah, yeah no uh, flying travel. And he had his old suitcase, and he's and this is a story he's telling me. He told me the story himself. Good off. He's not with us anymore. And at, and at the time, old Shrapnel just got convicted over in Bali. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. old Chappelle, just, she's just done a stint. Sent for yeah, yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh. Like a, and a fair bit of talk about bloody um, airport baggage loaders and that, you know, putting drugs in bloody gear and all that sort of shit. Anyway, Reedy's there and he's sitting there and he's looking and the old Show's going round and round the baggage bloody turntable there and his port didn't come out. Anyway, so <laughs> Izzy said to me, he said, I'm standing there, TJ. <clears throat> My port didn't come out. Those mongrel bloody baggage handlers, he said, they're putting drugs in me port. So he said, I jumped on the hurdy-gurdy. And all fours, and I rode through the curtains. <laughs> the port's coming. <laughs> and he said, when I got to, I jumped up, and they're all. <laughs> and he had jumped up with me fists up and said, Which one of you mongrel bastards putting drugs in me port? He said, Jesus, he said. They got excited. They got freaking excited in there. He's going to fight the lot of them. <laughs> he was like, What's the name? He's over in Norfolk Island. And he said, um, he said, I asked, he said, for a steak. He said, no, he said, yeah, a steak. And they said, we haven't got any steak. <laughs> you know, I said, he said, you know what they give me, TJ? I said, what's that? A fucking big pork chop, he said. <laughs> fucking pork chop, he said. Didn't get any steak. Give him a pork <laughs> chop instead. He, he was very pissed off. He didn't get a steak, he got a pork chop. But and he said, um, he's there and he's at the bar and he's got the Hoyle, always had the Santa Fe Hoyle, R.M. Williams riding boots on. And the big belt and the big ringer's hat. And 
the barmite said to him, you look like a real cowboy. Yeah, he said. She said, where's your guns? He said, I got two pearl-handled 45s out in the car outside there. He said, no one wanted to drink with me after that. He <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs> he saw them. <laughs> they get bloody shot. <clears throat> well, going to a bit bit more overseas stuff, Robin and I, Knuckles' mother and I were in London in 2018 and we camped at Kensington and we went for a walk up first day up to the Kensington Gardens and the Kensington Palace. And we get up near the Kensington Palace and they got a big barbed wire around and a big gate and... and uh, this fella's mowing the lawn with this big flash lawnmower and he's got this big bag, bloody big canvas bag about, oh, eight foot long and about four or five foot across, big bag. And he's he's got it just about full of lawn clippings. And I said, G'day, sir. I said, so you're the lawnmower man? He said, no, sir, I'm the royal... Keeper of the grass. <laughs> I said, Jesus Christ, mate, and you're keeping plenty. You're keeping plenty. <laughs> bag full of grass. <laughs> he looked at me like a dickhead. <laughs> then he saw the joke, you know, he's keeping plenty. He had a bag full of grass. I said, you're keeping plenty. The other one overseas, Yarn, was that went to Mount Vernon, George Washington's um, home and... Uh, he had all the slaves' quarters there and all of he had big farms, a very big show, George Washington's farm and homestead and big tourist show there. So uh, Rob and I went there and had um, go and see their, their cattle, see the George Washington's cattle. I walked around with the old flour mills where I was very interested in that type of bush stuff and so I went right down walked. Robin stayed up at the museum there and I walked right down around and they had everyone in period costume and, and doing all sorts of things. And I got down to this bit of a hut and there was a lady doing spinning, spinning wool, another fellow there in his period costume. I said, excuse me, I said, where are the cattle? You know, where do they keep their cattle? Thinking there'd be a paddock full of cattle, herd full of cattle. And this lady said to me, Is, didn't you see... George and Jeffrey in the front paddock. I said, George and Jeffrey? She said, two ox in the front paddock, that's our cattle. And I said to her, I don't go much on your breeding program. <laughs> George, <laughs> George and George Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> so I walked back to the museum where I met buddy, my wife. I said, did you see any cattle around here? She said, yeah, there's... Two bullocks in a paddock just beside the museum. I said, well, that's George and Jeffrey. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> George and Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah. Remember we're in um at that fuck at that Indian statue in the States. Mm. Uh, it was a little 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 big horse. Is it little big horse? Little, no, just big uh, uh, the big horse, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The that, big yeah. carving in the rocks. Big yeah. carving in the rocks, yeah. Matt, it's been there for a long time. And they're still yeah. chipping away at it. Yeah. Remember that they giving us a tour of all the sites? Anyway, and then they've gone 
Peer, this is a proper true yard over yeah. there. Over here on the left, we've got such, such, such. And as the whole bus is turned to the left, there's two stray dogs having a root. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <In> the, <laughs> and just having a fight. And they just turned the conversation to the right. They <laughs> said, well, ladies and gentlemen, look to the right. Look to the right. Because this guy, oh, fuck <laughs> me. The whole, the whole bus peered to the left. Two dogs root. Right uh, yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, was a bit like when we were when we were, <laughs> we're going along and I've always been a Freddie Flintstone, Fred Flintstone, buddy. And we're in, it was Montana, weren't there one? Did they once we went down? I Montana, think, yeah, yeah. yeah somewhere there. It was past, yeah, it was past that Rushmore and that. Anyway, <clears throat> we're going along and there's a sign, 30 kilometres, Freddie Flintstone land. You know, like a music thing, museum or a and um, Knuckles and his mother are hungry. Pull up. And it's got, you know, the best burgers here and best burgers. I said, I don't give a stuff. I said, we're going to Freddie Flintstone land and we're going to get a Brontosaurus burger. I said, I want a proper Freddie Flintstone burger, a, Brontos- a Brontosaurus burger. See? We get there and, well, the worst hamburgers in America it's fucking terrible. terrible. It was a dry old rissole being made, cooked about a fortnight ago <laughs> between two pieces. I think it, it was cooked when the fucking dinosaurs was fucking around. No butter on the bread. <laughs> Nothing else is an old dry rissole oh. between these old dry bread rolls. And I well, said, fuck Freddie Flintstone. <laughs> then I fucking copped these pair of bastards. Yeah. Up me like a rat up a rope about this bloody Brontosaurus burger. I just want a real Brontosaurus. I thought they'd have a nice big burger, you know. But anyway, we, I bought some clothes there and we had a ride in a bloody Freddie Flintstone mobile. <laughs> that was the better part of it, but oh, dear, oh, dear. Just remember, guys, call out, it's my shout, and keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.